What's up, guys? Edwin here with my man Santi and my boy Lewis. We got another episode for you on the False Nine podcast. We got some good stuff for you guys. The moment we have all been waiting for the return of the Premier League is tonight with Arsenal and Brentford kicking everything off. We got some good stuff to talk about along with the other leagues that are going on this weekend. All right, Santi, let's kick it off, baby. Uh, hello, how's everyone doing? <laughs> Sorry, just trying to get everyone to see how they are. All right, let's uh, start with the EPL. So as you could see throughout last year, COVID stuff, no fans, empty stadiums. But now fans are back. How, how important do you think are that, that the stadiums are going to be like full, uh, Edwin? Oh, man, dude, the fans being back, this is going to be absolutely amazing. Last year, not being able to have any fans in the stadium, I feel like the whole footballing world took a huge took a huge hit. It just wasn't, it wasn't the same atmosphere. But finally, tomorrow we get to see fans back in the stadium, and I think it's going to be a huge impact on the league. It's the culture, it's the passion, and it's the atmosphere in these stadiums. And since we were deprived last season of so many big moments and, and great moments that were going on last season, I think this season having fans back is just going to bring the Premier League up to a new level since we got to miss out on those on so many experiences last season. And because of that, I think there's going to be even more great experiences going on this season. You think of, of teams like Leeds. You know, when, when they're at Ellen Road, their fans are extremely rowdy and crazy. Uh, and last year, if you guys remember when Man City was playing against Leeds away, I'm pretty sure if there was fans at that stadium, that game was going back to back. You know, Leeds actually have man, had Man City's number that game. And it was pretty early on into the season as well. I believe it was probably like match day four, match day four or five, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, no, and, and we all know how Leeds played last season. They played remarkable football. Imagine them doing that in front of all of their of their fans at home. It's just it would have been amazing and that's what that's what we love to see in football, you know? You really rate uh, Leeds highly. Let's see. Uh all right, Lewis, what are you, what are your thoughts? I mean, what really beats 55,000 city fans singing Blue Moon every game at home at a sold out crowd? Watching Kevin De Bruyne and ping balls to future city legend Harry Kane. Don't get ahead of ourselves. And 50,000 Liverpool fans, as much as I hate them singing You'll Never Walk Alone, you know, that always brings a little little buzz to you. Well, always brings, you know, raises the hairs on your arms. And it's just good to see fans back. Um, it definitely pumps up the players more. It, it definitely enhances our, you know, the, the watching experience and for, for, for everybody, just, you know, the spectator, the fans being actually at the stadium for the players it definitely means a lot to the the team the owners and you know without without fans you know football is really nothing and last year watching quiet empty stadiums it just doesn't really feel the same so definitely happy for fans to be back uh just a quick fyi anfield 60,000 not fit i'm oh, sorry it's okay it's a, it looks smaller than you think same, nice. Yeah, same thing with all Traffords. That's like 75. It's like it's still wild. It's still wild. Um, all right, enough about fans. I know they're very important to the game, but let's talk about the actual players, the actual teams. Hold up. I see Anfield here at 53,000. I see it at 61015, bro. No, I don't know, bro. Where are you looking at? I'm on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'm on the, this is Anfield.com. I think Wikipedia is a stronger source. Oh, wait, hold on. There's a, it's talking about the renovation. My bad. Moving on. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's talk about the teams. All right, let's say, let's start with the transfers because it's transfer market still open, but I think there's been a lot of movement lately. And uh, so let's start with Lewis. Lewis, what do you think your top three transfers this summer so far? Top biggest transfers this summer that I think will really, you know, make some noise in the league this year, I think. You know, the most recent one, number one, Romelu Lukaku joining Chelsea for some 100, and 100 million euros, 115 million euros. Um, we saw what he did in Italy. Uh, you know, he's a serial goal scorer. I think he managed 20-plus uh, goals in both his seasons in Serie A. 
obviously 64 in total for Pussy. All comps, okay. And obviously he led them to the title last season, the first title in ten seasons. Chelsea, we, we saw how much they struggled with their striking options. Timo Werner underperforming. You know, they had Olivier Giroud there, who isn't as reliable at all times. And Tammy Abraham struggled for game time. And, you know, when you bring a guy like Lukaku, Premier League proven, he had, a, you know, he had a short spell with Chelsea in the beginning of his career, went to Manchester United. Some would say he flopped. Some would say, he, you know, he failed. Went to Italy, improved his game. He's back here. He's, he's ready to go, and he's definitely going to push Chelsea to the brink of a title challenge this season. Uh, number two, I'm going to have to go with Rafael Varane joining Manchester United for some 40-odd million pounds. World Cup winner, four-time Champions League winner, loads of experience. World, you know, We all could say he's a world-class defender, and pairing up with Harry Maguire, I think they're going to make a you – know, I think he's a pairing that Harry Maguire needs to, to shore up that defense. And I think lastly, I want to touch upon – not to be biased here, but I think Jack, Jack Realish is going to make a huge impact on Manchester City, whether it's culturally or on the pitch or both. We'll see. But there's a lot of kids wearing headbands nowadays around Manchester. <laughs> and I think, you know, the way he controls the tempo, he was the most fouled player in the Premier League last year. It was He's one picture, def- dude. One, one picture of what? Of the headband. One. I, seen, I saw a lot of kids at Wembley wearing that headband. At the at the community shield, but you know, Jack, technically gifted, he has a great shot on him. He'll add the goals and the assists. I think they'll slot him into that number eight role, along with Kevin De Bruyne on the right side. And you know, eventually, Pep has a very demanding system, but I'm sure I'm sure he'll fit in. And hopefully, what he wants to do is play Champions League football. So hopefully, he's a big time Champions League player. Edwin, what do you what do you have for your top three transfers? Top three transfers. Um, I think I think you pretty much hit the the nail right on the head with those. I'm going to talk about some big transfers that uh, that Aston Villa have brought in. They've done an amazing job this transfer market. They've been very silent as well with them. They've gotten some very good players to fill in for you know the absence of Jack Grealish, which is going to be huge. So these signings are are going to be pretty interesting to look forward to um, to see how they cope with with uh, within the league post Grealish, but Aston Villa, man, they've, they've brought in Leon Bailey from Bayern Leverkusen. They've gotten a huge goal scorer in Danny Ings as well from Southampton. And they got their main man from the boyhood dreams, Ashley Young coming back from Inter uh, Milan. So yeah, I think, I think Villa are going to be a, a pretty, pretty good team to watch. And these transfers are, is what caught my 100%. But don't forget about uh, Wendy. The actual man is going to replace Grealish. Yeah, Buendia, Emiliano Buendia from Norwich City, the midfielder. How yeah. could I forget about that don't, man? Don't forget, don't forget about him. Yeah, no, you guys are you guys are right. Um, I think I think Lukaku by far is the, the best transfer so far. Um, I think no matter what happens for the rest of the transfer market, he'll still be the best. He'll be the best uh, transfer of the window. Do I save around second? I guess. I don't know. I don't know how as much as. We uh, uh, we could say that United needed to improve the defense. It's more that they have to improve the the goalkeeper situation. I don't think they have a solid goalkeeper. No matter how good your defense is, you still need a goalie that can stop the shots. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Grealish, good signing. Just another, just just another player like like Amaris, like a Sterling, like a Sane, like a Silva. But yeah, I think I think. I think you could say those those three are the top top ones so far. Let's uh let's move on to um let's move on to uh relegation. Let's, let's change it up a little. Let's do relegation. Let's start with Edwin this time. Edwin, who do you think is gonna get relegated this year? Honestly, I think I think the bottom three race is actually gonna be kind of tight this season. For my bottom three, I got Norwich going right back down to where they came from in the championship. Uh, I've got Burnley. They just missed out on relegation last season, so I don't think they're going to have the facilities to to keep themselves back up this season. And I've got Brighton going down as well because they were they were in that that uh, race to escape from from relegation last season as well. Uh, Lewis, um, first and foremost, I got Watford going straight back down. I just don't think their squad is deep enough or good enough to keep, to keep up with the Premier League. 
my second pick is a team that I've just hated for the last however many seasons they've been in the Premier League. I have Burnley going down. Good riddance. I, I just hate the way they play football, and I just that's just me. No analysis with this. I just hate Burnley, and I want them to see them go down, so I will pick them to go down. Although, albeit last year, they were 17th, so we're getting close to the end of Burnley. And lastly, I will pick Brentford. I don't think they've done enough as the other teams to the other uh, promoted teams to improve and to be able to stay up. So I also think Brentford will go down. I'm going to – I think – for me, I think Southampton is bound to go down now that they sold Danny Ings. Uh, I think Southampton – Southampton is going to go down. I think uh, another surprise that I wouldn't be – another team that I wouldn't be surprised that goes down, but I'm not saying they will, Wolves. I think might go down, might might be scared, might be kind of playing with that line. Really, um, I think so. I, I think, I think they might lose some. I, I'm this is based on spe- speculation, but I think they'll lose some more players before the transfer market ends. And I think they might go down. I definitely agree. Watford is definitely going down. I guess I'll go Norwich. As much as I want them to stay up, I just don't see it. Is I guess it's a toss up between Norwich and Newcastle. I think between one of those two is going to go down. I'll pick just, Norwich, but I just don't think I don't think Newcastle has enough to just keep like barely surviving, barely getting through it every single year. You mentioned Wolves, man. I don't know. I think they have a pretty solid team this season. They got Francisco Trincao from from Barcelona to to lead the top line. Trash. Um, and Raul Jimenez. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't rate Trincao. At least. He's in Barcelona. They just gave him away. What do you mean I don't rate Trincao? Why? Wow. The Barcelona doesn't even rate him, and they rate everyone. Well, damn. I don't know, man. I think I think he's gonna be someone to look out for this season. And Raúl Jiménez is also back from from that head injury as well. That that so so that's another thing. I think Jiménez moves. I think Jiménez. I think Spurs sell Kane and Spurs get Jiménez, and I think Neves goes as well. So I think because of those two moves, I think that's why I think Wolves has a good chance of getting relegated. That's the whole goddamn team. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's oh, big. And I think Traore might leave too. I don't. I think freaking Nuno wants him as Spurs too. Like, come on now. All right. So, how how many weeks left are in the transfer window? Two, right? Last three, three ish, three ish. A little less than three. Like eight, nine, eighteen days. Is it the thirtieth or the thirty-first, Liz? Thirty-first, I believe. Thirty-first. Nineteen. Nineteen days. Do you, you have any? Do you guys see any surprise moves coming in within that amount of time? Surprise moves, yeah. Uh, I I'd be I would not be sh- I don't say this is a surprise. Maybe some people will. I'd be I would not be shocked if the hair gets sold. I would not be surprised if Spurs get another keeper because Yoris is getting up in age. Oh, what I heard was a crazy one. Was, I think today or yesterday. Uh, apparently, Spurs want to get Pau Torres. That that means... would be a big move. Yeah, I did, I did hear about that as well. Yo, that would if be they a could, great move for them. yeah, if they could pair him up with Romero, like they have the back line more stable than they've had it in a long time. Like. Probably since Bertongan and all the world like We're five done. years ago. <laughs> um, what about Saul Nagaz? Because he's been, he's been linked to several clubs. He's Who? been linked to like Saul Nagaz from from Athletic. Where where has he been linked to? It's Liverpool, right? He's been linked to Liverpool, Man United. I don't. Uh, I, I, I listen. I personally don't want him at United. I don't think we need him. Um, I do like. You don't think like, you need him. No, not 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 that kind of player. We need a number. We need a true center defensive mid. I think he would he would do a so, better I, job than McTominay would. First of all, he wouldn't start in our team right now. So that's the first thing. You don't think he would start over McTominay? No, they would play they would play McSauce center defensive mid with Pogba, Bruno, and then the the whoever you're gonna play up top. But I don't think he starts. I think we need a center defensive mid. I've always heard Basuma from Brighton that should have been on the move. I don't know about that. I know apparently PSG with the with all those midfielders, they they're willing to give up uh, Trissigana Gay because that was a possibility when uh, there was rumor that Pogba was going to go to PSG so he could do like, a, like a, some money in in a, in a player. Declan Rice, apparently, I think we're going to wait for him next year. I I don't know. A lot of yeah. competition for Declan Rice. Yeah, I I personally don't like him. I think he's too slow on the ball. I can see that. I can so, see that. But uh. Yeah, uh, any no, no, nothing really surprising. I mean, I guess Arsenal make getting a big like getting a big signing that would be pretty surprising. They, I think, I'm pretty sure their their main focus is to get Martin Odegaard 
on a on a permanent basis. So not a big transfer. All right, thanks. Um, <laughs> I think. Well, I know they were linked to James Madison. I'm not sure if that's going to go through. I think he stays at Leicester. Um, I know I think they're searching for a possibility to get a loan for RR. Am I saying his name right? Hossam Arwar. Thank you very much, our French uh, specialist. And, you know, I think the Aaron Ramsdale deal is falling through. I do think Harry Kane does eventually make the move to City. They're supposed to be going back into talks this week for 120 million pounds. Mm-hmm. And honestly, surprise, I don't know. United were in for Kamavinga a couple of weeks ago, but now that seems to be dead in the water. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the biggest surprises for me. Sorry to keep, keep going back. I think it's either it's. It, I think Chelsea are done. Chelsea are set. City is pretty much. That's not going to be a surprise if they get it. You know what I'm saying? Well, like I, well, I feel like it. at this point it's expected. Well, you said it's, they're it's, done. It. So. so okay, so Kunde and that's it. City is going to be Kane and that's it. I think United still still has one move to make, so there could be a surprise there. I think Arsenal, of course, is a move to go there, but God knows the Kronkers are not going to spend the money. Uh, and I know, I think uh, Liverpool have no more money. They're broke. So I don't think there's going to be a surprise there unless they sell players, but I don't see it. It's, I heard they might sell Shakiri to Leon. And then Tottenham, Tottenham, how they're going to use that K money. But I think they're already using it. So there's, There is one big transfer that, that's set to be complete. Well, I mean, I, I kind of see it as big. I don't know how you guys will feel about it, but Yannick Vestergaard. Is set to complete a move to, to Leicester City as well. And that'll be huge for them. Vestergaard's a pretty solid defender. Oh, it's to replace Fofana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Fofana being again that, that horrible injury in preseason like last week, um, I think Vestergaard stepping in would be amazing for them. Oh, maybe another reason why Southampton might get relegated. Oh, there we go. No problem, all, right. Yeah. all right, all right. Enough about transfers. Let's talk about top four now. Right. Let's go. Edwin, give me your top four. Come on, four give it to me. Fourth, start I, four. I'm going to start through four. My top four, starting from four, going up. I'm going to say Man United coming in fourth, but they're just going to make it, and it's going to be a pretty hefty battle between Leicester. You know, they've been they've been in the top four for the past two seasons, and they've just missed out, like, right at the end of it. Um, but I think it's going to be another good battle for top four. And then yeah, third, yeah. I'm going to say Liverpool. Second, as much as I hate to 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 say it, Man City I think is gonna get second place, and I see the Premier League winner is gonna be as uh, Chelsea. What a traitor! And anyway, I'm just calling it how I see him. And Chelsea's coming off of a it, huge Champions League win, a Super Cup win, and they just got big Rome. Now, Edwin, I I applaud you for being objective and not letting your fandom. Get out, get get in the way of what you really think is gonna happen this year. For anyone listening at home. Edwin's a City fan, uh, just like Lewis. I'm a United fan, and so and a lot of times when we talk about soccer, yeah, like like most of you people at home, it's in the way when you talk with your heart, you don't talk with your mind. It's hard to be objective. You're either really positive or you're really negative. There's never really in between. But Edwin showing showing some class. All right, Lewis, what's your top four? Here's some real class. <laughs> um, coming in at fourth place, I have. The mighty Manchester United, same as you, Edwin. In third place, I see a resurgence in Klopp's Liverpool. And by resurgence, I mean they will get third place again this year. But it will be really close. Wait, they got a third place much. last year? It wasn't Chelsea? No, they came in third last oh year. Chelsea came in, what, six? No, Chelsea came, came in fourth. Chelsea came in fourth. I don't Chelsea that. came in fourth. Yeah, Liverpool, was in, in Liverpool was in seventh at one point. And they came all the way up to third. And so for your little Chelsea agenda, I'm killing it. Second place, I have Chelsea coming in. Big Lukaku, he's going to pull up some big goals, but I don't think it's going to be enough to beat Manchester City as they bring their fourth title in five years in and win Harry Kane leading the line with his 25 league goals. That's fair. Um, and I also think the, all of the top four will have at least 75 points. Okay. All right. Okay, enough. I think it happened. Seven. Uh, the year you guys got a hundred, I know it happened. Seventeen, eighteen. Did it happen? Eighteen, nineteen. Eighteen, nineteen. It happened. Eighteen, nineteen. It happened. It was seventeen, eighteen. The Centurions. No, I know. No, I'm just thinking. Um, all the teams getting seventy points. So eighteen, nineteen was seventy-five. 75 oh, seventy-five. 
Yeah. Oh, my bad. Oh, yeah. I think it was 
back at the club. I think he's going to help out Timo Werner in a big way, not like, you know, individually talking to him and giving some tips, but I think he's going to help him out in terms of taking that pressure off of Werner. So where Lukaku is going to be the main man, he's going to bring the pressure that he's always had to deal with throughout his career to Chelsea. And then Timo Werner is going to feel like a lot of the load is off of his shoulders and he could just do whatever he does and what he's known for in the Bundesliga. And that's just kind of sneak up on the wings and score goals. Just one thing about Arsenal. Just post-Christmas, Arsenal are in third place in the table. That's all I have to say. All right. And all I have to say is I don't think they're making top 10 this year. Top 10? Yeah. I think they'll be outside the top 10. Uh, I just don't see it. They had him there. Ben White, they're gonna have to depend on Ben White. 50 million for Ben White. 50 million and Varon, what four four time Champions League winner, 40 mil. Yeah, I, I just I don't see it. They they haven't gotten anyone else. I think the new kids that they signed. I, I think I think the biggest key though that people don't understand like they're they're more focusing on who they got, they who they signed, who they didn't sign. My key is I think Obama is gonna regress. I think Lacassette's gonna regress. I think the only way they finish our competitor for Europe for European uh, spot, Pepe has to ma- Pepe has to make like a big jump. Saka has to continue being more uh, with the consistency because that's the only thing that really that he really lacks. I think at this point, just the consistent it, week in and week out, just that solid eight nine uh, rating per match. But yeah, I don't I don't see them. I see them out. I see, again like you've pointed out, Teta sucks. <laughs> He's clueless. He is inexperienced. I, I I think it's like, it's like, it's like someone like took Pep, took out, took all his bad qualities of overthinking and making dumb substitutions <laughs> at the worst times, and just gave and just put him out there with just a full set of hair. Oh, that's Arteta. There you go. They're um, coming in fifth. Anyways, I, I think Spurs. The only thing I, I why well, it's hard to predict Spurs is if Kane stays or not. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume he's not gonna stay. I'm gonna assume they're gonna get a striker. I think Nuno could get him to seventh, maybe sixth. I think that's like a good range. I think Leicester are in fifth. I think Leicester just it's just the consistency, the same manager, the chemistry. I don't think they're gonna lose anyone. I mean, they already lost Fafana, but as you pointed out, they picked the Vestigard, so I think it's a good move. Uh, I don't think they'll lose Madison. I don't think I think that's gonna be that pursuit by Arsenal's not as serious as it was. It's a couple couple of dark horses that I have because I think Arsenal's gonna be so shit. I think Leeds are gonna finish sixth. Oh, yeah. And I think Brighton are gonna finish eighth. I Brighton. think those two teams are gonna surprise people. I wanna say Brentford too, <laughs> but I'll be honest. The only thing I've seen is if uh I have Tony highlights and he's incredible. And just based on him, I feel like they could get like a they could make a top ten push. But I have never seen one Brentford game, so I don't want to say Brentford. <laughs> that would be my favorite team to watch. I'll be off for sure. But uh, yeah, I think you got to keep an eye on Brighton and you got to keep an eye on uh, Leeds. I think those two teams are going to make a good push for a European spot. Yeah, no Leeds definitely, man. Uh, in Leeds, I heard. Marcelo Bielsa, he's loved in that community, man. And and just uh, going back to what I said earlier, having those fans at Ellen Road is going to be massive because this is going to be the first time that they get to see Leeds back in the Premier League in so long. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Big, the big fans guy over here. The atmosphere at Ellen Road is going to be remarkable. And the way that Bielsa plays his style of football is, is just beautiful. So I think Leeds is going to be another interesting team to watch. Yeah, I remember that one Leeds game you went to at Ellen Road. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they're in the championship or something. <laughs> FA Cup, baby, FA Cup. Right. Any, no, any, dark, any dark horses for you, Lewis? Um, I'm going to go with the safe choice, and I'm going to say Leeds. Okay. But... I, I do love Patrick Bamford, and I love Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips had a great Euros. He was probably England's most consistent midfielder, um, Bamford, yeah. consistent eight, nine out of ten performances almost every match. He was honestly one of the most important players as well. Um, again, Patrick Bamford, I felt like he, they could have even brought him to the, to the Euros. Um, 
he made it to double digit in league goals. Uh, they were able to permanently sign Jack Harrison from Manchester City. And I just I just really like their squad. They also brought in Junior Fipo from Barcelona. We'll see how he slots in there at left back. Um, I think, you know, Leeds, they'll, they'll keep pushing up. They'll, they'll definitely get top 10 this season. My dark horse, this team holds a very special place in my heart, is actually going to be West Ham. They were so interesting to watch last season as well. I think I do kind of question whether or not they're going to keep that form going on this season, but hopefully David Moyes gets to pull out some some masterclass. Hopefully they make a good run to push for Europa League. They are going to be in, in Europe this season in the Europa League, so that's going to be interesting to watch as well. Do you think they can handle the extra games? Pro- probably not, but I hope that they're they're able to make a run in Europe. Um, I'm mainly going to be focused on how they do in the Premier League because I know I don't think that they'll be able to handle the extra games if I'm being quite honest. But hopefully they can keep some form. In the you're missing a you're missing a key point, bro. They're missing their best player of all time, Messi Lingard. Come on now. In other it's words, they'll win the Europa Conference. Who's uh who's their uh, player? In, he's got like blonde hair. What the hell's his name? Oh, Ben Rama. He's nasty. Ben Rama. He's ben nasty. Rama has been in great form in preseason, so I think I think he's gonna step up for the team. I I just I just just don't. I just feel like David Boyd's gonna get sacked by November. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, I put money down. He's the first manager sacked, David Boyd. Nah, man. Yo, he took him out of the relegation battle back in what season? Like eighteen, nineteen. Listen, I'm telling you, he has one good year, and everyone's like, "Oh, David Boyd might be a good coach," and then just. Uh, two, two good years. He had two good years at West Ham. He the took him out of relegation. They didn't uh, offer him the full-time position, and then they brought him back after they, they uh, sacked Pellegrini. And he did. he's done wonderfully with the club. Let's go to top score. Uh, I'm going to go first. I want to go first. I'm I'm placing uh, putting money on this, too. If I could, I'd put my entire uh, life savings on this. It's not that much, by the way. Um Lukaku, no one else, not even close. I think Lukaku's gonna have thirty goals easily. Thirty, thirty goals, my man. Rome, big Rome is back. Did you see that? Did you see that video? Did you see I that did. video package with the Jay Z song? No, bro. The Rock Nation, come on. Let me intro- let me introduce him to him again, bro. Come on, thirty goals easily. Jeez. And the caveat is gonna be. Zero pence. <laughs> Zero so, penalty goal. Yeah, because Jorginho takes him. He's a master. He might get one right. or two, maybe. But Rome, big Rome, 30 goals. Top score. All right, let's go. Edwin, what about you? I got future Man City legend Harry Kane. Man like Kane. I think he's going to continue off of his, his past two seasons of high scoring, and it's just going to be – with the team that just loves to create chances for fun, it's just going to be impossible to see him not getting the top goal score. Well, you I'm I'm stuck between three names. You mentioned you guys mentioned two of them already: Lukaku joining Chelsea, big time goal scorer in Serie A. I think he could do it again in the Prem. He's done it before. Harry Kane joining City. No one creates chances like City do. I think they had the most big chances created by twenty last year ahead of any other team. And they scored 100 goals before, time and time again. And my sleeper pick, I think the Egyptian king makes a makes a run for it. I think I think he's that good. He has two golden boots already. I think he can make a run for a third one. I see Liverpool being a really strong team with everyone back healthy, and I think Salah can make a make a run for it. But if I had to put money on it, I'm gonna go with Harry Kane. Watch it be a three-way tie like it was the other season when uh, Obama Yang Salah and Mane won it. Aguero just needed one goal, bro. <laughs> one goal, man. Just needed one goal. He's only won one of those. And all his time at City, that's just insane to me. Yeah, he's like the fourth top all-time goal scorer. So I guess we'll segue our way into young player of the year. Santi, who do you have winning this prestigious award? Jaden Sanchez is not even close. Uh, I think he'll get 10 goals, 10 assists. He'll be crucial to United. He'll be the right winger we've been searching for since Antonio Valencia, the GOAT. <laughs> now nothing beats nothing beats that not nothing beats the the classic player, the winger that's finished. It's like you make him a like a like a defender. So you hope you could like uh 
ex- extend their career, but it actually worked for him. He was our captain. Okay, and years. Ecuadorian was the captain of the biggest club in England. That's crazy. Club legend. Anyways. A little, a little racist, if you ask me. Uh, Jaden Sancho. For me. Right, Santi, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I think Jaden Sancho is going to show his form that he had in the Bundesliga and just fucking dominate. You know, I think, and I agree with you that he is going to be, I think he's going to be the missing piece that United has been missing for. I would say Jaden Sancho, but I'm taking some Bundesliga attacks on him. And I'm going to go with Bakayo Saka. He's going to be instrumental in Arsenal's push for fifth place, as I said before. <laughs> Um, he, he's going to take all the fire, all the hate comments from his Euros penalty miss, and he is just going to transform it into an awesome campaign where he puts himself head over heels over any winger at Arsenal. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say a good 10 goals, seven assists from Bukayo Saka, Arsenal fifth place. You know what? I actually, that's not a bad argument. I think, I think Bukayo Saka is going to do it, going to do wonderfully this upcoming season. I hope he does. I really do. Because um, I definitely felt for him after that Euro final. But right, what about player of the year? I think I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's it's a tight race. Uh, and for me, I think, I don't know, I think it's either going to be between Jack Grealish and Kevin De Bruyne. What? I think, <laughs> bro, 100 mil, he better show the hell up, man. No, he's going to literally pass like Morris minutes with that first year he came in, bro. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. But. Oh, we will see. And we will know that he's not going to play enough to be the player of the year. When I'm right. The Bruyne and Grealish? Oh, man. Now, here here I am praising your, oh, uh, he's so objective. What a, what a class of a man. It's just like, oh, going to the answer. Oh, I'm going to go. De Bruyne, Grealish. No, De Bruyne is 100%. I think my only concern with De Bruyne is not, um, I feel like recently, these last couple of years, he's getting injured more often. I, yeah. I know it's not a lot of muscle, like fucking ankle shit, knee shit, but still a little concerning. I want to say Lukaku, but I don't think he's going to have the... 30 goals isn't going to be enough to win the award? No, I don't think so. I, I think... What does he need to do, bro? Come on. He's going to win the goal. league. He's going to score 30 goals, and he's not going to win player of the year. No, I don't think he's going to win. 15 assists? I don't know. I just don't think he's going to win it. I don't know what to tell you. That <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. I mean, yes. Keep going, though. Keep going. No, I think I, – I actually think I'm going to be a little non-objective here. I think it's between De Bruyne and Bruno. Man, Bruno Fernandes? Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Jack Grealish, bro. I, I don't know. You saw what he was doing at Villa, bro, for fun. Look, Jack Grealish is not winning no Player of the Year award. He, might, he, he won't even be in contention for City Player of the Year award. Right. It's going to be between, I think, Kevin De Bruyne, after his victory last year, he's established himself that the league thinks he's one of the best players already, is the best player in the league. Bruno, if he keeps up with the goals and assists, that guy creates a lot of chances. He scores a lot of penalties. He gets a lot of assists. He, he, you know, he gets his 40, 35 goal contributions a season. He'll be up there. I think Lukaku, if he, I think he's gonna make a push for it as well. But I think City, the way they win and the way the Bruins numbers, his creation numbers, his importance to the team, and just the fact that he already won the last two. Last year he was out for most of our winning streak, our twenty-three game win streak. We were winning games. Gundogan was scoring goals, and he still won Player of the Year. And we all thought Ruben Diaz was gonna win it. I was gonna say, yeah, Ruben didn't win. Right? And Ruben didn't win. So I think I think Kevin three peats. He won Ruben won He won football writers and Premier League players. Yeah. All right, yeah, football writers. That's what it was. All right. Anything else, EPL, prediction wise? Arsenal fifth place. You heard it here on August twelfth. That's Bullocks. The, the David Moyes first manager gets sacked. You hear it here first. August twelfth. Oh my god. And then you heard from Edwin's mouth, Jack Realish, player of the year. Oh. All right. <laughs> let's let let's let's move on. Let's talk about this. Hey, there's other leagues to watch. There's other leagues to talk about. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know. <laughs> hey, hey, come on. I mean, listen, we know EPL with the market and everything, but there's still some interesting leagues, interesting storylines. Uh, let's go to La Liga. Uh, Lou, do you think it's still worth watching now that Messi's gone? Do you think there's still that spark? What do, what do you think? The only spark La Liga has left is if Florentino Perez opens up his wallet and signs Kylian Mbappe tomorrow, and then maybe I'll tune into whatever La Liga has to offer. But at this point, 
if you care about Jao Felix development or if you think if you want to see Pedri play until his legs fall off, those are the only two watchable things there left in La Liga. Right now, the best player in La Liga is Kareem Benzema. And I don't know. I could just get all I need from him from his Instagram videos. So I, I think unless Mbappe comes, La Liga is not as exciting lead to watch. Both goats left the league in the last five years. What yep. can we really do? Edwin? I don't know. I think, like Lewis just said, it. this is going to be the first season in 12 years that La Liga isn't going to have Messi and Ronaldo. But I think I think that makes it an even better reason to tune in. You know what I'm saying? I think it's going to be more of more competitive in a way that more teams are going to be fighting for it. But it's going to be interesting, interesting to see La Liga post-Messi now. Um, and like I said, I, I just think the more mid-table teams are going to push more. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Real Sociedad, you know, who had been fighting for European competition the past two seasons, actually, like, you know, brings it to these two teams, Real Madrid and Barca. And even Atleti as well. I think I think it's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, no. I think the star power is gone. It's it's, it's crazy because ESPN just picked up the rights and we were all excited, like, oh, we're going to watch La Liga now. Like, it's going to be more accessible to people, especially in the U.S., and Messi's gone, so they they definitely they did lock out with the with those with that money because that that deal they make it today is at least like thirty percent like less. But to keep going to expand on the point that you really don't know what's gonna happen here, I think uh, because of what happened with Barca with Messi, because of what is not happening at Real with not getting anyone signed. Atletico is the favorite for the first time ever. Like, they have to win the league. There's a pressure on Simeone that he's never had before. I love that he, he, he's the, he, I love when he talks. He's like, he's like downsplays. Oh, we're not the favorites. We're like, like the humble team. We're like the hard workers. We'll play, we'll defend our asses off. We'll score those one or two goals and just, and that's it. But now he's got to go get that, go get that trophy back. Defend it well. So, to elaborate on that, I think they're going to win the league. I think they're going to it's going to be close like last year. But I'm going to surprise you who's going to pick second. I think Sevilla is going to get second. Really? I think Lopetegui's, with the work that Lopetegui did last year, I think he's going to build on that. The one thing I'm a little like iffy about is they're going to, they're pro- they, if they lose Kunde to Chelsea. So that's going to be a little low. But... As many people saw in freaking the Olympics, Diego Carlos is a hell of a center back. And I think if he just takes more of that leadership role in the back, I listen, Nicolas Kunde could cash in, get another person, and you know, the typical Sevilla's the one of those teams that just gets a young player for cheap, sells them within five years for a lot of money, and then just kind of recycles that system. And it's been working for them for a long time. And I think Real will get third, a modest third. I I just they lost Ramos, they lost Baran. They bring in Chelotti, yes. They bring Bale. Whoa. That's the sign of the summer for them. Bale. Sorry, forgot about Alaba. But I just don't think they have enough to challenge the title. And I think I think Via Real get fourth. I think after seeing them in the Super Cup, how gritty that team is, how compact, how well coached, how much they understand and they talk to each other on the pitch. I think they're gonna get fourth. And I think Barcelona is not going to make the Champions League this year. Hot take. Uh, without, listen, there's a lot of games last year that Messi just saved them, just completely won by himself. I think, I do agree, the take of Kuman. I think he's going to have an easier uh, time coaching the team. And I think they're going to play better. If, them, if this makes sense, they're going to play better, but they're not going to get the results that they've, they've, had, they've gone in the past because they do not have the GOAT. And I think because of that, they're not gonna get top four. Yeah, Lewis, Barcelona but, missing out. Yeah, Barcelona missing out. Big, big hot take. Big, big hot take. I do like your analysis of Sevilla, though. Very, very well done. Congratulations, Santi. Um, number four, I kind of have three teams fighting for it. I'm gonna go with Sevilla. I'm gonna go with Villarreal, and I'm gonna go with Real Sociedad. Sociedad, David Silva, Alexander Isaac. Copa del Rey winners, I think they can make a push for fourth place if they're really on it. 
Um, Sevilla, as you said, Diego Carlos, you know, massive guy. If they lose Kunde, they could buy someone else. They have the team. They just keep that structure. They're always competing for top four. Usually always get top four. You know, they're always consistently there. Villarreal, um, Jar Moreno, Pal Torres. Unfortunately, we saw Pal Torres being linked to Spurs, but, you know, those guys are really the, the heart of the team. And, you know, we saw we gave, they gave Chelsea a run for their money. They almost could have won that game. Um, Edouard Mendy made a great save that just pushed the ball away and would have put him up 2-1. Um, I think those three teams fight for fourth place. I have Barcelona coming in third. Okay. Um, Messi, I finally figured out the stat. He won 16 Man of the Matches awards last year. Out of 25, right? Yeah. And that was eight more than any other player in Europe. Jesus Christ. So he... You know, it's a guy you can't replace. But I do think – I think this is the year these other signings realize they need to step up because these fans are going to be on them bad. So it's time for the, the Mele, Umtiti, Griezmann, Coutinho, Memphis. I think they're all, they're all, they're all going to push their weight around. I think they're going to pull Barcelona to third place. Second place, I got Real Madrid. Karim Benzema is going to be firing away. Luka Modric still plays at a high level. Um, David Alba, we'll see what he does at center back. Um, I don't know who, who, do you guys know who the other center back would, would be starting? For who? For Real Madrid. Uh, it should be Nacho. Oh, Nacho. Hopefully or or Militao, little, or Militao, my bad. Hopefully we see a little more development in Vinicius. And we'll see. Uh, Bale, I don't know what to make of Bale. He might retire. He might not. He's a golfer. <laughs> and first place, Atletico Madrid. Um, they're still depending on a couple transfer moves, but I think, you know, they have a solid team. Uh, last year, they could have run away with it. They, they decided to make it a race at the end of the season, but I think they'll, they'll retain the title. And breakout season, my top scorer is Joe Felix. Oh, my God. Yo, if he gets more than, like, 10 goals, like, I'll buy you ice cream. Bro. Okay. I'm it's it's on rec- it's recorded. Um, I'm taking that ice cream. All right, it's Paul. on the All record. Right. I'll give you triple scoop on a waffle cone. You must really love me. <laughs> no, I just think you're dead wrong. <laughs> you said more than ten goals. I know, uh, and I don't think he's gonna get ten goals. A bull take, bro. Ed boy, what do you got? All right, I I don't have it in me to to put Barcelona outside of the top four, but. I do think that they are going to struggle just to make it to the top four. I think it's going to be a three-legged race for, for the fourth spot between them, Real Sociedad, and, uh, and Real Betis. You know, as, as I said, Real Sociedad has been pushing for those European spots the past two seasons, and uh, Real Betis also as well. But now Real Sociedad is going to be a very interesting team to watch. Uh, Luis, like you said, they have the El Mago, David Silva, Isaac, and Adnan Janusaj. Is that pronounce his name right? Janusaj. Now I, I think he's kind of underrated, but I think I think he's been performing well for them. Third place, I got Sevilla finishing in the same spot that they did last season. Uh, and second place, I was actually debating with this one, but I, I'm switching it up. I, I have Real Madrid coming in second place as well, and I think this season is going to be Atletico's to take 100%. Um, hopefully... They can actually, you know, hold on to to the title a lot longer and not make it a little bit of a panic attack like they did last season. Uh, but yeah, I got them winning the league and I got Suarez being as the top scorer. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Suarez top scorer, um, easily too. Uh, actually, Ben Benson, I will give him a run for his money. But yeah. between them two, I think I'll pick Suarez. I All got right. a good question. What's up? Just real quick, who's the best player in La Liga right now? Benzema, no doubt. Benzema? Uh, uh. El Gato. That's a good question, actually. Who do you think it is? I, I also think it's Benzema. You think it's Benzema? Or Modric. I was, yeah, I was leaning more towards Modric, but that's actually an interesting question. All right, let's go Serie A. Lou, now that Allegri's back, do you think he's going to bring Juventus back to glory? I think he kind of has to, the state of the other teams. Uh Milan obviously sold Inter, excuse me, obviously sold their two hottest commodities. They got it almost close to 200 million euros for them, but you know, we'll see how they're reinvested. So far they've been reinvesting pretty well. As they saw, they bought Dumfries from PSV. They're getting Ed and Jacko. Hell of a signing, by the way. 
And, you know, but I do think they'll miss Hakimi. They'll miss Lukaku terribly. I think Juventus come back to take for, uh, take back the, the league. With that being said, I think Inter, in, Inter make a run for fourth. I think Atalanta will be hot on their heels. That's going to be a, a nice race to watch. Atalanta, they were also the top scorers in Serie A last year. So I think they might pip Inter to that. Third, I have Napoli, considering all their pieces stay together. We saw some people, a lot of top clubs sniffing around for Insigne and Koulibaly. We'll see what happens there. Sleeper pick, I'll take AC Milan coming in second. Uh, I think Zlatan, you know, keeps firing away at all cylinders. They brought in Olivier Giroud. They still have Bakayoko. I don't know. I just like AC Milan. Hey, Edwin, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your top four looking like? Oh, before I get isn't Slatan's injured right now, right? Is he? I mean, I feel like he's always injured now. He's We're a lion, bro. He'll be back. All right. For me, you know, pretty similar to to what Lewis said. I think Allegri kind of has to bring Juventus back to the glory days. Uh, he's already done it before with them. Um, so I I do think that they'll they'll win out the Scudetto this season. Uh, fourth, I'm gonna have to say Inner. I don't know how they're gonna cope with with their two big losses. Uh, but yeah, I have them coming in fourth. Third, I'm gonna say Napoli. You know, hopefully they can hold on to Insigne and uh, he can kind of tear shit up for them. And I do think Roma is gonna is gonna push Juventus like to the last day. Hopefully, I'm hoping so because I I do. I do like Mourinho. I do hope he, he does very well with them. Uh, Roma is going to be a good team to watch as well. And then, but you think Juve is still going to win, right? Correct? Yeah, Sorry. Think, yeah, yeah. I still think Juventus is going to win the league. If they bring Locatelli in and Chiesa's balling, Weston yeah. McKinney. Yeah, I think no doubt about it. Um, it's it's Juventus to lose. And I think with Allegri, a proper coach. Sorry, Pirlo. I still have your jersey for NYCFC, though. I hope you sign it one day. Um, <laughs> it's theirs to lose. They have they have to win it with with Ronaldo with Chiesa. If they bring Locatelli, which I think is going to happen, no doubt the big favorites. Second place, I was leaning Roma, but the more I thought about it, and the more that I've seen what's happening this today, I think Inter is going to get second. I think, I think out of the two, they'll miss Lukaku. Don't get me wrong, I think they'll miss Lukaku more for the goals not the contributions. I think Dumfries is going to perfectly uh, slide into Hakimi's role easily. And I think they're actually going to be more attacking because I th- what I've seen in preseason, Insagi likes to play uh, Paris as a left wing back. And, and he likes to put two center mids, uh, one of the center mids just back. So he just plays four at the back to defend. With the breakout of Barella at the Euros, you could see how, how, much, how, how, uh, how well he could play in the final third. So I think him with Chanelnoglu are going to make up the, those uh, those chances created that Lukaku provided for Lautaro. Now, I need Lautaro to step the fuck off. I, that man missed. That man missed so many clear chances. Oh, my God. I'm seeing I'm seeing the ghost of Morata in Milan, bro. Oh, <laughs> that's a big no-no. That, it, it was scary. And listen, no offsides. He's never offsides. Not like Morata. But the misses, man. Oh, my God. And the crazy thing is like he he still scores a lot of goals. He still gets crazy goals. So it's like you don't it's like one of those 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 strikers that you really don't notice the misses because he scores so much. But when you really look at it, god damn. So yeah, I got them second. Sorry, what are you gonna say? And, and now he's gonna be the main man. And he's extending his contract to what, twenty twenty six? I see third Atalanta. I don't think I don't I think they're just a steady team that just knows who they are. They haven't really lost they lost uh Christian Romero, but I think they got someone. Who they get? They oh Demiral. They got Demiral for Juve. So I think they're not gonna miss Romero at all. I think they're gonna be solid at third. And then at fourth, I have three teams fighting for it. I think it's gonna be between Milan, Roma, and Lazio. Because King Sari is back, baby. <laughs> the Mal- the Marlboro Red sales in Italy are gonna go skyrocketing. I- I'm leaning Milan. I want to say Roma because I think Mourinho is going to kill it, especially especially when he plays the the role of not really big expectations us in terms of winning, like for his his type of expectations. I think his expectations is more like get into Europe. At least what the board told him now, what he expects of himself, what the media expects of himself. That's a different story. But I definitely think the board told him just get to a European spot. So I want to say Roma, 
and then I can't count on Lazio, but I'm going to stick with the safe pick for Milan. And now that Lukaku's gone, uh, I just don't see... Um, sorry to just go to another topic. I think that uh, Ronaldo's going to easily win the, the uh, golden boot. Yeah, I think Luca Toni's going to win it too. Luca Toni? He won it at like 38, and Ronaldo's like 30, whatever. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. he's a Fiorentina. <laughs> Killed it. So CR7. If not, eh, do I want to go with Mobile? See. I'm going to go zero. I'm a, yeah, I agree with you guys. I think Ronaldo's going to take the the top score. All right, moving on. Let's start. I guess we have to start talking about the Farmers League, don't we? All right. I forget about the farms to get us our food. Yeah. All right. Bundesliga. Edwin, can Dortmund actually challenge Bayern? Or is Bayern never going to get the dethroned because they just keep buying? If, if a team gets comes good and they have actually have a chance of beating them, it's like, oh, let's take their best player. Give me that. Or if they lose the title, oh, give me their best player. From a neutral point of view, I would hope that Dortmund actually pushes for the title and, and challenge challenges Bayern for it. But, you know, history has shown that they have struggled to do that. You know, they get very close for a while and they're in pretty good form and then they just start slipping and slipping until it's completely out of their grasp, you know, which is annoying. But I do think that Barry Munich are going to hold on to the title again. It's no question Bayern Munich are going to win the title. If they keep poaching all the guys, waiting for contracts to run out, Bayern, 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 every day for the next 10 years, Dortmund have no chance. Yeah, and what about uh, what about Red Bull Leipzig? You think you think they'll make a good run for it or not? No, I think they're not even gonna make top four. Wow, not at all. Here, let me let me explain. I, I, this is like my best argument of the night here. So, <laughs> so, uh, I you could definitely see the progress that Leipzig has gotten over the last few years. Uh, Nagelsmann has brought them to a certain level. Like I, they got to the quarterfinals or semifinals of the Champions League two years ago. What was it? Semis. Was it semis? Jesus Christ, they got to the semis? Yeah, they got they to the semis. Eliminated by PSG, right? Yes, they, they lost to PSG. So, yeah, they got to the semis. But, and then they, and then the best chance they had was last year. And they couldn't get it because just like any other team for the, for the last 10 years, you, they get to like the last, the last step to, to defeat Bayern and they just, they just run out of gas. I think that Leipzig will get, not get top four. They lost their coach. They lost their best defender, Upamecano. They and they lost both of them to Bayern. Savitzer is about to leave, and guess where he's gonna go? Somebody take a wild guess. Bayern. Bayern. I, I know they got Andre Silva from Frankfurt, and that's great and all. I just don't think they're gonna have the consistency, the leadership. Oh, and hold on, let's not forget they lost their other center back, Konate, to Liverpool. I just I don't see it with them. I don't see the top four. I think Wolfsburg's gonna have a better team. I think Frankfurt is going to have a better team. And, of course, Dortmund and Bayern are going to win the league by 10, 15 points. I hope that's not the case, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. What do you think, Lou? I think waiting for a good Bundesliga title race is like waiting for snow in the Dominican Republic. It's well, going to I mean, be Bayern. The last two, I don't know, the last two seasons, it was it was kind of close. No, we get, we get caught up in this, oh... You know, they're within seven points. If they beat Bayern this game, they'll be within four. <laughs> and then, you know, the game versus Bayern comes around and they lose five nothing. And that's gonna happen this year. Especially to Leipzig. And Dortmund just lost Sancho. Uh Gio Arena and Erling Holland are gonna be are they gonna be enough to beat Bayern? I don't think so. I don't think all around. Thomas Mueller and Lewandowski, they were at firing at full cylinders last year. I think Sane still has things to bring to this team. Alfonso Davies is, you know, slowly progressing to become a better left back, wing back, winger, whatever you want to call him. And, you know, Opamecano, Benjamin Pavard, Joshua Kimmich, it's just too many names, too much star power. It's literally an all-star team, and it's just too hard to handle, too hard to beat. They create too much to defend well, and they're just a very cohesive unit. And I think, you know, these other teams, it's just too hard for these other teams to compete. So I'm going to go with... Leipzig, I'll say they'll, they'll come up on fourth place. Wolfsburg, second Dortmund, and Bayern by 15 points in first. And Lewandowski comes in for his golden boot again. For me, I'm going to have to – I hope that Wolfsburg makes a good run for, for European football. Um, so I have them coming in fourth. I'm rooting that 
RB Leipzig kind of keeps it together. So I'm putting them at third. And I hope I'm pray. I know it's not gonna happen, but I'm hoping that it's a it's a good fight between Bayern and Dortmund. But I do think Bayern will, will get the edge on that one. And obviously Lewandowski for top goal scorer. I think my man Holland, future Man United player. Let's go, baby. Uh he's gonna get top scorer. So, you're getting a year ahead of yourself, bro. Listen, our competition, our buying strikers, we're chilling. We really don't have to worry about Real, but I know they want Mbappe first. So. Fair enough, fair enough. Stick All with right. the Bundesliga, though. All right, Mbappe, hey, good transition. Go to the now the biggest farmers league because they got a goat, and that tweet by League On was incredible, slam dunk. But it was it was great, it was great. Um, and I guess it just start off. This is basically the only. Topic we could really talk about at this league. Are PSG going to go undefeated, uh, Edwin? It'd be kind of crazy not to think that they wouldn't, you know, especially with the star power that they got. Um, and plus, I don't think League One is is a competitive league at all. I know Lille won it last season, so not not taking away anything from them. But with the squad that PSG has, to not see them lose domestically i think i don't think that it's it's too far off but it is a big ask um and plus i feel like their main focus is going to be on the champions league um but yeah no i think i think they definitely have everything they need in order to have an invincible season going invincible is hard i think they'll slip up at least once the only two teams i can think of that went invincible were juventus some time ago and the invincible arsenal season so i think i think they'll slip up even with all the star power, some one team will get will catch them on a bad day. But you know, like Edwin said, the main focus is winning that Champions League final. They another All Star super team over here. They brought in Lionel Messi. They have Mbappe. They have Neymar. They brought in Donnarumma and Sergio Ramos on a free as well. Um, spent sixty odd million on Hakimi. It's it's hard to say that they can't go undefeated, but I'll I'll, I'll not a betting man, but I'll say they'll, I'll, I'll say they'll lose once or twice. But champ, uh, priori- prioritizing Champions League is the main thing for them, but they'll obviously win the league. Yeah, I, I don't think they've ever gone undefeated. I don't think they're going to go undefeated. I actually think it's going to be closer than you think. Uh, I think I don't think Poch is going to be able to handle this dressing room. I just don't see it. Don't get me wrong, I still think they'll win. But it's going to be kind of a frisky year. But probably, I think it's going to get sacked by the end of the year because... They're not gonna, yeah, I think so. So they're not gonna win the Champions League. No, nah, I don't think he's gonna be up for it. And um, where, do they, where do they go from there? Another topic for another day. <laughs> yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But I think it's close between them and Lil. I still think they win. They have to win. There's no way they don't win. But I think it's between them and Lil. It's gonna be close. Probably within five points or something. Um, five points. Yeah, yeah, I think. And, and of course, uh, Mbappe top score. I don't even care who finishes third or fourth. It's irrelevant to me. I'd say Monaco coming second. Lil, they lost Mike Manigan to AC Milan. That's yeah, a goalkeeper. They, 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 they. Pretty big loss there. I think they finished third this season. Um, I would say Leon's right on their tail, but if they lose Hossum Arar, 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 whatever the hell his name is, it's going to be really Hossum Arar. Thank you, Mr. French. Watch me like be pronouncing this the whole wrong. People in the comments like, "Yo, you dumbass! That's not how you pronounce it." We oui, we. Oui. I think Leon maybe sneaks in there for that third spot, but I'm gonna give it to Leo. But I don't think it's gonna be a close race at all. I think PSG have to win by at least ten. Yeah, I fully I fully agree with you, Lewis. Those picks are pretty spot on for me. And yeah, PSG running away with it. I don't think it'll be close at all. In terms of top goal scorer, I'm going to have to say Mbappe. So, Santi, I agree with you. I think I think with the likes of Messi and Neymar creating for him, I think Mbappe's going to bag in the goals. I'm going to disagree with you guys. I think Donatello, he's going to Real Madrid this summer. And I think, <laughs> and I think, I think Neymar, if, he, if he's healthy, he will win the top scorer. All right. Well, I think that's, that's all the leagues that really matter. <laughs> or the, the ones that people watch. Sorry for the people that watch the, Ukraine, the Russian league. My bad. Sorry. Liga Nos, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, Portugal. My, ba- my bad. My bad. Yeah, I, thing, bro. Don't forget about Besiktas. I'll give my predictions for those leagues right now. Benfica, Galatasaray. <laughs> no, Besiktas and uh, Sporting, bro. 
Sporting Lisbon, baby. And PSV, fuck it. Let's do the Hall League, too. All right. IX, baby. All right. Well, that's enough predictions. Intellect. Uh, a lot of soccer this weekend. A lot of three leagues starting. EPL, La Liga, and Bundesliga. And league on again, second match. Uh, what are we watching? What are you watching, Edwin? What do you want to? What are you? What are you looking to watch? Well, this weekend there are a lot of great games to watch, and thankfully they're all not at the same time. One match in La Liga that I definitely think you should look out for is going to be Barcelona versus Real Sociedad. You know, I think this is a great time to come in to face Barcelona, especially if you're Real Sociedad and, and looking to push for European competition. Barcelona is still hurting with with what they over the the messy situation and and not being able to register some players into La Liga. So, I wouldn't be surprised if if Barcelona drop points in their in their opening match of the season. What about you? What are you watching? Premier League remains king. Sunday I'm going to be tuned in the City versus Tottenham. I'm going to happy to see how Jack Grealish and all the all his England lads get together and we'll see how we play off against Tottenham and hopefully we can recruit Harry Kane some more. He's obviously not going to be gone by the weekend. Maybe Nuno benches him. That'll be an interesting thing to see. We're going to see how Nuno lines up with the rest of the team. Could be a closed match. A lot of voodoo happens with City versus Spurs. That's what I call it anyways. But I do think they, I do think they come out winners, but a lot of crazy stuff happens. Over Some, somebody's mad when they've been beating you a lot more than they should have. Yeah, those are the games that they steal, man. But I think it'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, I'm very interested to see how Nuno lines up with Spurs, and obviously the whole Harry Kane situation just makes it a whole lot more interesting. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, on the same topic of Kings remain King. EPL is really the most important thing for me to watch. I want to see United. I want to see how they, they line up with Sancho. I don't think Varane's going to be on the team. Unfortunately, because he still got, he still hasn't been announced. I think he just signed his contract like today. He's been training today. with the team, but he just signed his contract today. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. So yeah, I'm excited to watch. Can't wait to, can't wait to once again wake up at seven in the morning on Saturday after a long night on Friday. I'm excited. It's gonna, gonna be awesome. Yeah, but I am gonna keep a close eye on the PSG game. I know they said they have like, there's been reports of Messi not ready, getting ready to play yet, but. Who knows? I still want to see Neymar. I still want to see Mbappe. Maybe Mbappe is one of one of Mbappe's last games with PSG. Never know. So keeping an eye on very true. Keeping an eye on that a little bit. Um, and that's it. Anyone else? Anything else? Comments, questions, concerns? I feel like a teacher right now, but nah, man. I mean, hey, big weekend ahead of us, guys, with some of these leagues returning. It's very exciting to see. That's it from us. Make sure you smash that like button, subscribe. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. Comment what you want to see next. Thanks you for thanks for watching, guys.